and welcome everyone to The Enthusiast Life. I am your host, Mark Turcott. I'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day. Well, my friends, it is Friday, September 24th, 2021. And yes, we are right here on the cusp of the weekend. Hopefully you're going to have a good weekend. We're actually headed up to Asheville, North Carolina tomorrow. Uh, every year we go up there for, uh, there's a nice little apple orchard we'd like to go to up there. And this year, unfortunately, they're not letting you pick your own apples um, but at least, hey, it's the orchard. We always go. We get some, uh, you know, apple cider donuts. They always have some apple cider slushes, which usually you think you'd get some hot apple cider. But no, we get apple cider slushes at this place. And uh, it's just awesome. It's a nice little place up there in Asheville. If you've never been to Asheville, North Carolina, it is an incredible place. It's right there near the Blue Ridge Parkway. Um, so especially this time of year as the leaves are starting to change. We're going a little bit earlier than we normally do. Um, but, uh, you know, with our Disney trip coming up, we just can't really go in October. Um, but, uh, you can go through there and just all the, the Blue Ridge mountains, all the leaves changing and, uh, Asheville itself is just a very slick, I'm not going to say it's like a hippie town, but it's kind of like that. You know, it's very, um, very liberal town, uh, with some great restaurants, some great breweries, uh, very cool place we always like to go to. So we're going to be doing that this weekend. So I'm really looking forward to that, uh, tomorrow, especially after this work week, man, I tell you. <laughs> I've been working crazy hours this week. That's why, unfortunately, I didn't get an episode out um, yesterday because there's just been so much, so much going on. But, uh, you know, it'll be nice to uh, escape tomorrow. So we'll talk about our trip uh, next week on the podcast. But as always, here, don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Marturk, M-E-R-K-T-U-R-C. And, of course, you can always email the show at theenthuslife at gmail.com. Well, here today on the show, uh, you know, I really wanted to be able to talk about all the episodes of Star Wars Visions, but I mean, I'm kind of like a lack Star Wars fan here. I've only watched one, and that is uh, The Duel, the first episode. That's it. I haven't watched it. I haven't had the chance to watch any of the other ones yet. Um, so, you know, I'll give just quick little impressions. I think just overall of the series um, from what I've seen of it, which is, of course, one out of nine episodes. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean, that's kind of the beauty of this, this series is that they're all different. And I think that, you know, comes across right away. Um, you know, the first episode of the duel, if you haven't seen it yet, it's kind of in that Kurosawa style where, um, you know, I obviously I've been talking about, I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima here lately, and there's literally a Kurosawa mode you can play within that game where you turn everything black and white. And it's kind of like that old style samurai film and that's exactly what this episode is it's it's you know the the creator basically envisioned an episode um where they did it all in that style and i mean it is super super cool uh the production company on this one is kamikaze duga was a company i'm not exactly familiar with uh any other anime that they've done i'm sure they've done some pretty incredible anime um but the whole thing is in black and white um the animation of it isn't super smooth and that's kind of the point there's some film grain over it at, at times um the lightsabers do come out at a uh, couple points throughout this um and they make sure to give color to those where it's like a bright red you know sith lightsaber both in the one character who is a sith the other character who claims he is not a sith but he's not a jedi um, so it's kind of interesting how, you know, that, that kind of plays off, um, just kind of add to the drama to it all. Um, but the abilities that this one character has in the force is, um, just incredible. And the one quote unquote saber that the Sith has, you probably have seen it in the trailer. Um, it's like a staff. 
um, that opens up almost like an umbrella that has multiple red um, lightsabers on it and it rotates and spins. And man, that thing is awesome. Just super, super cool. You know, when you saw it in the trailer, it looked kind of silly and kind of uh, out of place. Uh, but when you see it in motion and see it in action, um, it just fits. Like it, it just looks really, really neat. Um, you know, it got me thinking kind of watching this episode because, you know, again, it's it's a, a I don't I don't know, it just has that that samurai vibe to it where um, you know, the the creator obviously just was given the liberty and the freedom to just create whatever they wanted. I mean, that was the whole point of this series was Disney came to them to these creators and said, You have the keys to Star Wars, create something. And it had me thinking, like, what would I create? You know, if I was given the keys, what is it that I would want to work on? in Star Wars, um, you know, it's, I, I was trying to think, like, I, I deep down, I probably just would want to create a, a movie, really, just to have it be canon, because, you know, these, obviously, I, I don't believe these are going to be canon at all, because, you know, there's some kind of wackiness going on with some of these episodes, um, but I would want to do a film, you know, kind of in the style, like, you think of how, like, how Rogue One was, um, really, just because it would be canon, but, you know, I was trying to think, like, what haven't we seen yet, and there's really two things I would want to create. One would be a a movie from the perspective of a young Sith. You know, we never really get, I mean, I guess we you could say we get Anakin kind of in episode three almost of, you know, being the uh, the Padawan of, uh, of a Sith Lord. Um, but I think it would be interesting to see kind of the, the acceptance early on that you're being raised as a Sith. And to see that, you know, from that perspective and, you know, maybe, maybe in the end he does become good and, and, you know, kills his, his, uh, his master. I don't know. Um, but that would be something that I would want to kind of explore. And then the other thing would be, I think after watching the bad batch, another story I would want told or to kind of see would be, um, you know, how we saw these planets kind of just submit to the empire, you know, when they took over and there people were basically given, given the choice. It's like, Hey, you've been living in poverty and the Republic hasn't really done much for you. Um, we're the Empire. Sure, there may be some shadiness to us. But all we ask is that you do do hear what we're asking. And we'll protect you. We'll give you food. We'll give you places to stay. Just join up. Enlist. Um, I think that would be cool. Maybe that's the 501st Trooper and me, you know, kind of wanting to tell that story. Um, but I think that would be neat to tell the story from the perspective of a regular you know, TK, a regular, um, just stormtrooper, I think would be neat. Um, we kind of got that a little bit in Battlefront two with that story kind of being told, but not really, you know, that was still not, not that I think I would want it in the bad batch time frame. I think would be awesome. Um, and maybe it would be, that would be the bad batch movie, right? They would make, at least make an appearance in there. Maybe at some point, um, that would be what I would create. So I, I throw it to you now. What would you create? If you were given like these creators here for star Wars visions and given the opportunity to Give the key, given the keys to Star Wars and saying, create whatever you want, be it a movie, be it an animated short like this, or an animated film, animated television series. What in the world of Star Wars would you create? Email me, theenthuselife at gmail.com, or hit me on Twitter at Marturka, M-E-R-K-T-U-R-C. I would love to know what you would create. Um, I think I think it would just be interesting you know, to kind of see what everybody everybody would want to do. Uh, let me know. Uh, all right, well, let's shift gears away from TV and Star Wars, and hopefully we'll be talking some more Star Wars Visions next week. I'm hoping this weekend, since I'm finally off, um, especially Sunday with the Panthers not playing because they won last night. Yes, keep pounding. Um, hopefully I'll be able to get through all these this weekend and check them all out. 
Um, that, that's kind of the plan here. Um, but let's shift gears a little bit and talk about some movies. And, and really, this is kind of video game movie news. Um, and we're going to talk about the Nintendo Direct in a minute, but I want to shift over to the movie first. So yesterday, Nintendo had a Nintendo Direct um, showing just a bunch of games and kind of updates on some games they're working on. Uh, but they also gave an update to the Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, and number one, we have a locked-in date, North American uh, theatrical date of December 21st, 2022. I wouldn't bet on that, but okay, that's what they're uh, throwing out there. It was Miyamoto uh, kind of just, you know, out there telling us that date. So, okay, Miyamoto, we'll, we'll, we'll believe it when I see it. Um, but they also gave us the voice cast. And I'm going to give you a rundown here because this is kind of wacky. Uh, so, number one, the star of the movie, Mario. Chris Pratt is playing Mario. Let me say that one more time. Chris Pratt... As many of you know, is Star Lord, and you know from Jurassic World and Parks and Rec, is playing Mario. Yeah, let that sink in. I don't know if you haven't know if you didn't see that yet. Yeah, he's he's playing Mario. I don't understand that. You know, I mean, you got Charles Martinet, who is the voice of Mario, who is going to even be in the movie himself. They said with some cameos and that. I mean, he he does a ton of voice acting anyways, Charles Martinet, but. I mean, it's just weird. I, I really need to know, are we getting Chris Pratt as Mario? Or are we getting Chris Pratt trying to be Charles Martinet as Mario? Like, that's the question. If we're getting that, maybe it works. But if we're getting straight up Chris Pratt as Mario, that I, I, what are we doing? Why are we even bothering? Like, it, to me, that's just crazy. Look, I love Chris Pratt. I think he's great as Star Wars or as Star-Lord. You know, I don't agree with his politics and kind of the way he presents himself online and all that and i know there's a whole debate to have there whatever chris pratt for what it is as an actor is good is funny right i mean he plays the type of characters he plays it's great but is mario i don't know i'm i have no idea why what the, that casting's all about um anya taylor joy who you know from queen's ba- uh queen's gambit from um split she's playing peach Fine with that. I mean, because, you know, Peach, I mean, sure, she kind of has a, a, a high-pitched voice, but I think we can get a, an actress in there to play her. And, and you know, I, I like Anya Taylor-Joy. She's cool. Uh, Charlie Day is Luigi. That's kind of a, okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess that right there might tell you that we're not getting Chris Pratt as Charles Martinet as Mario. We're probably just getting Chris Pratt as Mario because we're getting Charlie Day as Luigi. Um, Jack Black is Bowser, which is... I mean, we're getting Jack Black as Claptrap, and now we're getting him as Bowser. I could see Jack Black doing a good Bowser, but that's still kind of, you know, wacky. Uh, Keegan-Michael Kay as as Toad. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. Kevin Michael Richardson as uh, Kamek. Um, Sebastian Maniscalco as Spike. And, of course, Charles Martinet in there. Um it's weird. I don't know. We'll see what that movie's going to be. I don't think it's been confirmed yet um, whether it is a live action animated movie or if it's just going to be animated. It's Illumination Studios doing it. So I'm assuming it's just going to be all animated. Um, I'm sure it's just a matter of time before we get the Mario and Sonic movie at some point. You know, we're going to have that crossover where. So if this is all animated, I'm sure Mario is going to make the jump and we'll get that, um, you know, make the jump to live action. And then, of course, we'll, we'll have that. Um, it's just odd. I don't know. Chris Pratt is just an odd, odd pick. Let me know. I, I got to know what you guys think of that. Please please hit me and let me know. Um, moving on past the Mario movie, uh, let's talk about some of the big announcements from this Nintendo Direct. Uh, we got a new trailer for Metroid Dread, of course, um, which just, 
I mean, God, guys, we're, we're a couple weeks away from that here, and I can't wait for that game to come out. I'm so looking forward to Metroid Dread. Uh, I'm just dying to, to jump into that game and, and give that game a shot. Um, we did get some Bayonetta 3 footage. Uh, it's been a long time since we've had anything for Bayonetta 3. I think it was back, it was announced, what, in 2017 at the Game Awards. Um, supposedly they're saying it is set to come out in 2022. We'll have to wait and see for that. Um, but uh, I love you know, everybody saying, like, look at that, that Bayonetta 3 footage. Right at the very beginning of the trailer, it says, this is not actual gameplay. <laughs> so... You know, we'll see what that game looks like, but I absolutely adored the first Bayonetta when it came out. I remember uh, that was at the time when uh, Chris and I were doing our uh, video game podcast, and we were at E3. Uh, had a very nice presentation from Sega for Bayonetta, and um, so it's always going to kind of be near and dear to my heart to that. It was kind of one of our first E3s we went to, first couple of E3s, um, and uh, I actually never played Bayonetta 2, believe it or not. I never played it. I only played the first one, um, but those games, are it's just out of control, out of control, chaos. Um, the combo systems are great. Just strange ass things happening on screen. Um, so I, I am actually excited and, and I, I need to play some Bayonetta 2, I think, before that comes out. I got to definitely get through that. Um, kind of the long time rumored Nintendo 64 coming to Switch Online um, is coming as well as Sega Genesis, which is cool as hell. Um, so Nintendo Switch Online members will be getting some freebie games. And hey, with a 64, you're kicking it off with the biggest 64 games of Super Mario 64. Mario Kart 64, Star Fox 64, and of course, one of the greatest games of all time, The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. And well, I mean, hell, even Mario 64 is one of the greatest games of all time. But um, they're going to have some other games coming as well as Pokemon Snap, which a lot of folks are excited about. Uh, but that's going to be rolling out very soon for the Sega Genesis. We're going to have 14 games at launch, including uh, Sonic 2, Streets of Rage 2, Echo the Dolphin, and even Contra Hardcore. Um, they did say that even uh, Banjo-Kazooie, I believe, is coming at some point, too, um, which is pretty cool. So that's uh, kind of cool that, um, you know, Xbox or Microsoft uh, Rare is going to be um, putting some games on there, which is uh, super cool. There's a controller that's coming as well um, to the game uh, that will represent both the 64 and the Genesis kind of that in that style. If you want to have kind of the old school style controller to play those games, they did the same thing with uh, Super Nintendo and NES controllers that kind of sync up to the Switch. Uh, Splatoon 3, Return of the Mammillions is the name. Got a, a little stra- uh, trailer. And uh, just to be honest, look like some more Splatoon, which isn't a bad thing. You know, Splatoon is a cool game. That's a game that, uh, you know, in theory, I always love. And uh, I've bought each each of the games as they've come out. The multiplayer is very neat. It's unique. It was kind of the first multiplayer game my, my daughter was able to play. And even my wife had a lot of fun playing that as well. It was kind of both of their first, first foray really into competitive shooting uh, on a on a console because they never wanted to have anything to do with it, but um, you know that, that's coming. Out. I don't think uh, just coming in twenty twenty two is all we got. Um, so it's cool, definitely to, to have that um, coming. Uh, we got trailers, a new trailer for Disco Elysium: The Final Cut. Uh, that of course is coming on October twelfth. Very uh, uh, adored uh, PC game. It's over even on on the consoles. A lot of people really enjoy that game. Uh, Voice of Cards: The Isle of Dragon Roars is an interesting game. Uh, this is a Square Enix uh, card RPG that seems like a lot of people um, are pretty hyped about. That's coming out on October 28th uh, after only just being revealed today, which is cool. So that game looks looks pretty neat. i got to look more into that game. Um, kind of a neat um, tabletop card game um, coming from Square, which looks kind of neat. They actually also showed off um, a <laughs> kind of Mario Kart style clone called Chocobo GP. 
that is just I don't even know really what to say about it. It's it looks like a Mario Kart game, but it's all like Square Enix chocobos from like Final Fantasy on skates, on vehicles, on scooters. I don't know. It's it just looks weird. Um, but um, hey, why not? Right? I'm sure there, there's a market for it for people who want to get their their kind of kart racer in there. Uh, there was a leaked Kirby game. Uh, that of course you know you always get these leaks for Kirby games, but this one looks pretty cool. Kirby in the Forgotten Land um, looks very very neat. Actually, it almost looks like a uh, Mario game in in the vein of like Mario Sunshine or um, even like a Mario sixty four kind of open world kind of three D platformer. This game looks awesome. Coming out in April of twenty twenty two. Had no idea this was obviously in the works. I mean, there, there's always a leak. That there's going to potentially be a new Kirby game. Um, but I think this is falling on my radar. When I looked at this, I was like, man, that, that's a game I want to play. I love 3D platformers. And that one just looks super cool. Um, we did get a, a finally a release date for the Square Enix um, kind of tactics game that's coming out called Project. Well, it was Project Triangle Strategy. It's just called Triangle Strategy. Strategy. And um, they're sticking with that name. And uh, it looks pretty cool, man. It kind of um, is in that weird kind of... Not paper mache, but it's like a, a 3D world, but with little 8-bit sprites, um, kind of in that vein of uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, and uh, that looks really, really cool. Um, they also announced, this had been rumored for a little while, uh, Castlevania uh, Advance Collection, so it's the collection of the um, Castlevania uh, Game Boy Advance games. So you get uh, Circle of the Moon, Harmony of Dissonance, and Aria of Sario, or Sario, of Sorrow, Um all great games. I played uh, Circle of the Moon um, when that had come out. And uh, I know those games were um, just really awesome games. And the whole collection is out now. You can get it right now, actually, on your Switch. Um, and then a uh, HD remaster of ActRaiser Renaissance, um, which is, uh, is that out coming soon? Uh, it's actually out today. Um, that is um, something that's available even today. And, uh, you know, a lot of people love those ActRaiser games. I mean, it's kind of in that uh, classic... Um, I don't even know really how to explain it. It's kind of a, a weird style game, but it looks really cool. Uh, if you ever played Act Razor, um, it, it was a uh, just very popular game back on the uh, SNES. So uh, the fact that they kind of remastered it and put in uh, kind of those remastered graphics um, is uh, is pretty pretty cool. I mean, the game even had like kind of these kind of I don't even know like re- real time strategy type games, and then kind of you had some side scrolling bits. Just a very unique game. And uh, there's a, a big community and audience uh, just for that for that that series, which is so it's cool. We kind of got this kind of just surprise uh, remaster of it uh, out today, both on Switch, Steam, PS4, and even mobile devices, believe it or not, which is kind of cool. So, all right, well that was it for that Nintendo Direct. Lots lots going on there, and uh, lots of excitement there. You know, take it for what it is, a Mario movie. I know there's a lot of buzz around that. I've just seen people online, and I, let me know again how you feel about that casting. I, I really want to know because you know, to me, cast Chris Pratt is just a weird, just a weird casting for that. But hey, it is what it is. So, all right, guys. Well, uh, that's it for today and for the week. We'll be back, of course, on Monday. Um, and uh, you know, hit me up on Twitter at MarTurkey, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. You can always email me, theenthuslife at gmail.com. Hope you guys have a great weekend, and until next week, we'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.